What's up, podcast world? Okay, I'm back again with another podcast. Today we're going to talk about cycle, a woman's cycle. We're not going to really, I'm really just talking about the mindset. We're going to talk about what all is going on in there so that you understand all the symptoms that are normal for you every month so that you can literally just talk yourself into doing things when you don't want to do them instead of blaming your cycle, right? So if you understand why your weight increases, why you're irritable, why you have cravings, why you have strength, why your strength decreases, why your motivation decreases, why are you more tired? Do you understand all of that? It makes sense to you. Then you can reverse engineer ways and approaches to plan for these symptoms and use all of these things that are going to happen every single month for you so that you can reach all your goals because ultimately you know at the at the beginning if you got 50 pounds to lose yeah you know it might not be that important to address up at the beginning to identify these symptoms and to to create these boundaries or, or routines around these symptoms but when once you start you can't be sustainable because <laughs> it happens every month right it happens every month so if you don't figure out a way it's kind of like the holidays people always blame the holidays on the fact that they regressed in progress or they can't, they stall in progress or they got to start over and pro with their goals. Well, look, if you don't figure out how to uh, get through the holidays, then you're going to be in the same boat next year because they come in and back around every year. So this cycle, your cycles and come back every, whether you are on birth control or not, it doesn't matter. Your body still will cycle. It still goes through the same cycle, <clears throat> except <clears throat> maybe you got a little obstacle that it goes around or, or, you know, birth control does play a little bit of a role, but it's still, your body still goes through cycles. So you can still identify daily symptoms throughout the month and tie it literally to your hormones. Okay. So that's the goal. And that's what you want to do so that you can address that symptom. So, and I'm gonna give you an example of, of me and how exactly what mine does. So I can, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what I do to prepare for, for it. So again, I've been binge free since 2013. I have been able to track, and, and again, it took a lot. That was not, you know, it, I've, I've had all my struggles. I struggled the same struggles that you have had. The only thing that I have not done is gave myself another option. You only can go forward. <laughs> and so, all right, the, for me, what, so my first thing I would tell you to do is just start tracking <clears throat> your, so my girls, my clients have, what I call a daily tracker. And here we track your weight. We track the macros that you hit and the micronutrients you hit, your steps, your sleep, your cycle, like time of the month, um, your symptoms, obviously, all the variables of fat loss, cardio, all the variables, right? So it takes me one second to look at their data and know exactly why they're making progress or why they're not making progress. It's very simple. Weight loss is very simple. Fat loss is very simple. It's all data driven. And if you if you're working off of, of science right so the my first symptom and this is a week before my cycle even actually starts is my weight can jump up even up to five pounds and i'm a hundred percent to my macros every day i am a hundred percent to my water every day i'm a hundred percent to my steps all of the data i control all of it again that's not a flex i'm just saying all of that is all of that is being controlled and I still increase my weight still can increase up to five, maybe even six pounds the week before. 
but it makes sense. And so how mine goes, so I encourage you to, to track over the next month and two months is track what your weight is doing, relay it, relate it to where you are in your cycle, right? Relate it to your cravings, relate it to your mental health, relate it to everything because it all does circle around and they all do tie together. So weight increase, that happens. So then I know, all right, I'm probably like seven days-ish out of my cycle. And then my weight will go back down. And then a couple days before my cycle actually comes, it will jump back up. So if I didn't know that that was, that was the site, that was my cycle. If I didn't know and understand that, which I did in the first couple of years, right? I would think, well, but dang, I've been doing everything perfectly and my weight is up. So what am I doing wrong? I would overthink it. So don't do that. <laughs> so again, this is the reason that we want to identify and tie and link all of these things is because we don't want to overthink. We don't want to think that what we're doing is wrong, especially if you're not doing anything wrong. If you are hitting your macros, if you are doing controlling the controllable, then the data is what it is. And it's probably something else is what I tell my clients, right? And again, if you're listening to this and you don't have clear direction with your macros and you don't have clear direction with your nutrition and, and your movement, then there's another variable that we need to, to consider is that, right? So let, all of this is just, is I'm telling you all of this thinking or and encouraging you if you don't have control of your nutrition and all of the variables that you can control, definitely get control of that because it can all be controlled. The Even, even all of this, the weight uh, increases can all still be controlled through your nutrition. So, okay, increase weight. My first, that's my first sign. So perfect, because I know that then my next sign is going to be irritability. So I get irritable with people and with things, with myself. I get irritated with myself and I'm not doing anything outside of my norm, right? <laughs> so one, I'm going to tell my husband, well, he, he knows I'm very quick to be like, I, I should be starting next week. So then he knows to not do things that could, you know, would normally not irritate me because I'm kind of, I'm just irritable. Right. And so I'm going to set him up to be successful in the, in the fact that I just warn him pretty much of, Hey, I'm, I don't even say that I'm irritable. I'd say I'm going to, I'm starting my period next week. And he knows that, okay. So she's a little bit more on the edge, you know, I guess if that's what you want to call it. So he's just, it, it helps more than anything. Just everybody's on the same page. I don't push his buttons. He doesn't push mine. Right. So it keeps the peace <laughs> and it helps you not give into that irritability because you know that it's coming. Right. That is part of being so I can laugh at myself when I am irritated and I, you know, get frustrated with myself on doing whatever I'm doing that I normally do every day. And I find myself getting frustrated. I can just laugh at myself because I know this isn't you. <laughs> this is just your cycle. And um, you're going to keep going. Right. So again, going back to what I said earlier, you talk, you want to be able to talk yourself in and out of things because of logic, based on logic. So irritability. And then my next symptom is craving. So I'll have a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth naturally, and it just doubles when I'm about to start my cycle. So once I get irritated, start getting irritable, I plan more sugar in my macros, in my meal plan for the next day, or even for that day. So today I'm about, I should be starting my cycle today or tomorrow. And I had today's plan, meal plan done yesterday. And it was a lot of travel food because I was out of the house until like an hour ago. But I'm be honest, I wanted my marshmallows. 
because I am about to start and I like marshmallows and they fulfill my sugar craving. So I swapped out a couple of my travel foods for a couple of normal meals that I normally eat that are more sugar. <laughs> and that's the beauty. That's the beauty of flexible dieting, right? So you can, people always ask, how do you, how do you address cravings? I just address them just like that. <laughs> I eat what I crave and I make it fit into my macros. I don't overthink it. I don't just overeat or, or undereat. I just, if I crave it that bad, and this goes into an energy thing, if I want it that bad and I'm craving it, then I want it bad enough to take five minutes and fit it into my macros. If I don't want to take that five minutes to fit it into my macros and to adjust my meal plan accordingly to fit, fix, and, and fulfill this craving, then obviously I don't want it bad enough, right? So my question is, if you're craving something, if your diet doesn't allow flexibility, that's one problem. If your diet does allow flexibility and you don't want to or put the energy into adjusting your meal plan to satisfy that craving, then really are you craving it? Probably not, right? So everything's an energy balance. So I, I do not have cravings because I just fit them in. And so I don't even think of it as a craving. I just, my sweet tooth increases. Again, I have a sweet tooth every day. So I eat marshmallows every day. I just eat a little bit more maybe leading into my cycle. It is what it is. That, that helps me stay on track though. That's why I haven't had a binge episode since 2013. Okay, next symptom. And again, this is all the days and the, the week leading into my cycle. I didn't even start my cycle at this point. <laughs> the couple days leading into my cycle, your strength is going to decrease. And that's normal. I posted about this last week. It's normal for your strength to decrease. So let me just, let me just say this. Strength, okay, is a combination of muscle mass and energy available. Energy available. That has, there's a lot of things that go into energy availability. Your sleep, your food itself, your consistency with those two things. Your like stress level, right? So if you're, and then on top of that, you're cycling. So that is energy. That is taking your body energy. So now your body is taking energy away from the fact that you, your strength, and it's putting energy over here to cycle. It's got to do that. So that, that makes sense as to why you would be less, have less strength because you have less available energy during that time, during your time of the month or leading into your time of the month, definitely during your time of the month, right? It makes sense. And then if you, on top of that, if you don't, if you are not eating enough, if your macros are all over the place, those are two other factors that are going to make your energy available even less. Then on top of that, if your stress, if your sleep is four hours, three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours consistently, or even just the night before, then a, that's going to be another energy availability decrease, right? So all that on top of each other, it makes sense as to why your strength would be low. Er, it doesn't, it's not low like you know, you can't lift anything. It's just lower because your energy available is lower. That makes sense. So on days like I, you know, the pretty much the past for me, three lifts, especially have been just lesser energy available because I'm about to start my cycle. And if I were to, to think I'm weak because of that or upset that I didn't progressive overload from the week before and I didn't understand that it makes sense, girl, why you have less energy today. 
then I would be constantly discouraged. If I didn't link those two together, then I wouldn't be able to be consistent enough to see the results that I'm able to see. Again, talk yourself into things by logically making sense of what is going on. That's pretty much how I live my life. I make sense of all the data. I make sense of all the feelings and the emotions. And I talk myself into doing things or not doing things based on logic and and not based on feeling to be honest with you because if you if you if your life is run and your decisions are run off of feelings you ain't gonna get very far because your feelings are going to go up and down up and down up and down your whole life so we're going to learn how to control our feelings we're going to learn how to not make not let actions and decisions be based on feelings and we're going to make actions and decisions only based on logic and understanding, period. Okay, so talk about strength. That being the biggest one, you know, I talk to clients about this every week because I, whenever I program their, I do their programs and we do five week blocks, five to six week blocks, depending on each person. And every week I go in and I write. They log in their Google Sheet, they log their weight, they log their, their reps that they hit for each exercise. And I go in and I progressive overload them each week. So I tell them what weight, what reps to hit for the next week, and sometimes they come back and depending on their cycle, depending on their strength, depending on life, they might not be able to. If I put, you know, 255 pounds hip thrust for 10 to 12 reps, but they don't have a lot of strength today because of all the, the variables or some of the variables and they don't hit that, that's okay. You know, they, they log what they did and, and I'm, they obviously we write notes to each other and they'll write. Some of them will say, I don't know why I couldn't lift, you know, 235, like you said. Well, look at all these other factors, you know, like, and a lot of people say, give yourself grace. No, don't give yourself grace. Just be real with yourself. <laughs> you ain't superwoman. You're not Hulk Hogan. Like, you're not going to be able to be 120% every single week. And that's okay. If you can just be 80% every week for the rest of your life, that's good. You're going to be some, you're going to make some amazing progress at 80% for the rest of your life rather than 120% for this next week or two weeks even. Or even in a year. Because you can't sustain that. That's not real. That's not real. You can't do that. So those are the biggest things. What I see with, with obviously me and my girls. Is those are the six, I guess, most common cycle symptoms. And how the logic, you know. So and I'm going to go just a couple other things. To make it make sense even more. And again, when you gain, when you, your weight increases. The first thing is that I think about is all the stuff that comes out during that time of the month. Though that's gross, that's just real. And don't you think that that makes sense as to why you would be bloated down there or why you would have your stomach out a little bit more or why you would be up on the scale? It makes sense. Does it not? To me, it does. Complete logical sense, right? So think about that. Be patient with yourself. Okay, flexible diet and strength. Talk about that. The so I kind of talked about everything. I was just going through my notes to make sure everything. Like I said, if you can make it make sense, and this goes, this applies to everything in life, right? Because you can talk yourself into anything you want to talk yourself into, and this is a whole other podcast. But you can also talk yourself out of anything you want to talk yourself out of. So if you just focus on making all emotions and all things, variables and, and, you know, your weight and everything, if it all makes sense to you, 
as to why it's happening, then you're able to talk yourself into doing what needs to be done. That's where the, you know, people are like, they rely on, that's the discipline because your motivation also, that also decreases when energy availability decreases, motivation does. So that's when the discipline comes in. I'm disciplined enough to know, put the link, the, all of the links together and know that, all right, it's not that you're lazy because you're not lazy. If you were lazy, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. If you were lazy, you wouldn't be here even thinking about this in, in the first place. So you're not lazy. But if you're a little less motivated because of all this other stuff going on, that's okay. I can make myself do something with my discipline for one day. And then I'm not even going to think if I'm going to need the discipline tomorrow. I'm just going to wait and see what happens tomorrow. Because tomorrow, you know what? Tonight, I'm going to get really good sleep. I'm gonna, obviously, I'm going to control my food. I'm going to control my water. I'm going to control all the things that that give my body energy. And I'm going to just see how I feel tomorrow. And if I'm if my strength is still low tomorrow, then that's okay. I'm just going to stay here at 80%. And then the next day, I'm going to see how I feel, right? But I'm not going to let my feelings of being unmotivated and being more tired and being cravings and, and all these symptoms of something that's going to come back every single month. I'm not going to let those symptoms control anything, any decision that I did, that I make, because if I give it that power, then I no longer have the power to control really anything. Definitely not my outcome. I'm trying to control my outcome as best as I can, because I want to control the results, right? So I'm going to stay in control and control the controllable. I'm, I, you can control your macros. You can control your weight, you can, uh, your water. You control your steps, your, your thoughts, the actions that you do. You might not, again, be given 120%. You might not be progressive overloading this week, but that's okay. You still 80%, 80%, 80%. You can 80% it for your whole life. That's a hell of a lot more. That's a hell of a lot better than trying to give 120%. That's where, you know, I am going to do a podcast on the all or nothing mindset. You know, my, my, I would say my coaching program is literally because I have an all or nothing mindset. I help women with an all or nothing mindset have an all or something mindset so that they can have everything that they want in life, definitely in their physique and sustain it because and having an all or nothing mindset is a, is a great, great, great quality if you allow it to be. And it can also be the worst quality if you allow it to be. There's going back to, you're going to be and do and think exactly what you want to be and do and think. So that's all for today. I just really wanted to talk about the cycle because all of my girls, I have to talk about this all the time with them. So hopefully this helps them and hopes helps you understand and link all the, all of the, cause it all is, it all does come back to one center. If you want to think about that, uh, everything loops together in your body from your mental health to your gut health, to your physical health, to your aesthetics, everything. So hopefully all this helps you just link those together so that you can just control what you can, the control and controllable and make the progress that you want to make. And yeah, if you have any questions, always you can get on me Instagram. You can put them below here. Grace record underscore fit is my Instagram. If you have any questions, if you have anything, any feedback about the podcast, I'm so new to this, but I'm just here to help educate and just inspire and just talk because that's what I love to do and teach. It's what I love to do. So yeah. All right. Y'all have a great Wednesday. 
So that's it for today. As always, thank you so much for being here. It means so much to me that you even want to listen to my stories. If you felt this episode spoke to you in any way, please share it with your friends, share it with your family. If you share it on social media, please tag me on Instagram, Gracie Record underscore fit on Facebook, Gracie Record. I'd love to just connect with you and just watch your journey and, and learn from you. If you're interested in my one-on-one whole body health coaching program, the application is below. You can fill it out because you're a free call with me and we can just figure out your next step together. And yeah, I cannot wait to talk to you. I cannot wait to meet you. I cannot wait to hopefully connect with each and every one of y'all because you are the reason that I'm here. So I'm so thankful for y'all.